Oh no. Hello everyone. No. Bigger energy than that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome. <laughs> you I was starting I thought we were having kind of a low energy like NPR vibe. No one wants to listen to that. That's how I start every podcast. I just drink a Coke. <laughs> I'm getting maybe you, that's why you're only the one hundred and Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to Oh No with Anna Campion. It's me, your host, Anna Campion, and I'm here with Margo. Margo. Hi, Margo. Hi. Should I move in? Uh, whatever you want. Should I get real close? Yeah, this is very ASMR vibes. <clears throat> I had to cough. Sorry. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm good. I am... If I can be honest with you yeah. and, the, and the pit stains. Yeah. I am constantly at the brink <laughs> of a deep, dark spiral into mostly health-related anxieties. Right. And I don't think I need to explain myself much further. I already have really bad health anxiety, you can only imagine how much worse that's gotten over the last few years. And now, monkeypox. Season three, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, monkeypox is tough. Um, we have taken to having inside and outside clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have bought so... I've bought at least five different disinfecting products yeah. yeah lots of disinfectants we already you know we've been masking and washing hands and hand sanitizing i mean i've been washing my hands personally since preschool um <laughs> but brag yeah i was uh, eating out of the trash can <laughs> in preschool <laughs> like a dog well like the kids would throw away their we would get those colorful marshmallows and kids would throw theirs away and i'm like no those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little raccoon feral child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, what washing it in the in the little? No. I was just picking them out, and then Miss Rosie was like, "Hey, don't don't eat out of the don't trash. eat out of the trash." And I'm like, "Well, food waste. You know what I mean?" Um, I once ate dog food. Yeah, but I think that's normal. Yeah, I think because it's like my dogs I ate it yeah. every day, and I was like. I want to know. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to know what it tastes like. And you know what? I don't feed them anything that I wouldn't eat. I don't. I don't <laughs> like to do that. Um, but we've been masking and testing and hand sanitizing and all that stuff. So we have a ton of like hand sanitizers and masks and you know a ton of COVID tests and all that stuff. But we've definitely what it is 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 when I start to spiral, I go, "What is an actionable step I can take?" And unfortunately, it's at this moment ordering disinfectants off of Amazon. I also, <laughs> I also ordered a go bag. Shouldn't it be laughing? It's something we should all have. Mm-hmm. You never know when tragedy could strike. Mm-hmm. I had one for earthquakes. I saw you packing clothes in it. And yeah, yeah, you need to put some because you don't know. Yeah. Well, I think you know. I think. Uh, there was a whole thing Eric Adams had this message about how all New Yorkers should have go bags 
and I saw a bunch of people freaking out, and then I saw some people who are, you know, much more seasoned New Yorkers than I am who were like, it's because of hurricanes, like, ever since it's Hurricane It's because of Sandy. hurricanes. It's, it's also, it's, they have to remind people of that stuff mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. It, the same thing happened in California with um, earthquakes. There's a, there's a yearly shakeout where you practice. They want people to be prepared mm-hmm. for these things, so it's not to, it's not to cause fear. Yeah. Um, ha- but... What I will say is when in California, when I was like, oh, I should prepare for this. And then I like got a whole thing together. I then was like, well, what happens if I'm not at home? Right. When this event occurs. Right. And I'm like, well, then. so it's all, you know, every, every, (laughs) the point I'm trying to get to is that every precaution we take is ultimately meaningless and is just to create a sense of control and safety in our current um, moments and could possibly help us in the future. But uh, everything is random, and yeah. we could die at any moment. The go bag is... Margo got it, like, you know, off of Amazon. Yeah. And it came, you know, with a bunch of little prepackaged um, little survival things. Yeah. And there was a fire starter mm-hmm. part of it, and the lighter fluid spilled all over the bag. Yeah. It's apparently lamp oil, so I don't know if it's okay. full-on lighter fluid, but I was kind of like, that seems dangerous. Yeah, it's... It's not lighter fluid, but that's still... I am like, why do I need this? Why did you include this and not like a granola bar? Is sort of my... Right. Or right. like an extra poncho. It only came with one. Oh, well, baby, we got ponchos. <laughs> we we got a lot of shit. And do just... you know what else I was thinking? Hmm. What happens when this uh, disaster event happens? I've packed shirt, shorts, underwear. What if it's in a cold time? What if we have a cold hurricane? Those don't exist. But you don't well, know. Well, you'll have the clothes on your back. God. I Just take me out. Okay. I'll let you. <laughs> I'll give it a day or two. Before. I mean, I mean, good news is, should we lose contact or, you know, something happens where we are still in this space, we have enough drinking water for um, at least a couple days. I was also reading this stuff. It's like do not drink water for the full first day and then after that ration it to however m- I'm like I was like that's interesting and then I was like oh it's because there'd be someone like me who'd be like downing four yeah, bottles yeah. of water in the first three hours well and that's why we got to keep our 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 Brita our Brita our, our life straw our life straw filter full I'm gonna f- turn full my stepmom was a real uh, like prepper prepper but she was like an alt-right prepper I mean they yeah yeah they, I mean, imagine, you know, this is, this is the thing when I'm like, money, money doesn't buy you happiness. It just buys you the ability to like, be really paranoid about things. Yeah. At least that was my example. They built a tornado like bunker, um, at their house that they no longer live in. They lived in that house for less than 10 years. Yeah. And they built an entire bunker that we did use a couple times, but never really I mean, nothing ever really happened, but, uh, in that they say they had a bunch of, you know, survival stuff. Right. And I'm kind of like, I think you're going to be fine. Yeah. Like, (laughs) or it's going to be bad enough that none of this is really going to matter. Even matters. Um, but you know, it's good to be prepared. It's good to, I've, I, I've lived in tornadoes. Mm -hmm. I've lived in earthquakes. I've never lived in hurricanes. Um, um, I've never, 
That's not true, because I lived in Charleston, and I think there was a small hurricane when we were there. Mm -hmm. There were, like, I've lived through a ton of tropical storms. Yeah. Um, And it's just really rainy. Yeah, until it's it's really rainy. Yeah, and then it's floody. And things are breaking. Yeah. And people are hurt. Yeah. So... <sighs> oh, and did you? And by the way, have you heard of monkeypox? Yeah, it's like how the fuck am I? Am I allowed to cuss on here? I'm kidding. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good one. I, yeah, that was a little character I like to call um, guests on a podcast that they've never listened to before. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love when someone is a guest on a podcast that they've never listened to before and tried. And they try to act like they've listened to it. Right. Right. And it's clear that they haven't. Right. Right. Anyway, what was I saying? I don't know. Um, the world is a mess. Yeah. But in good news, uh-huh. um, Kansas had an election to protect abortion rights in their state constitution. Okay, right and, on. And they voted to continue to protect them. I have beef with Kansas. I, I mean, Kansas sucks, but <laughs> I am really happy that the good people of Kansas voted to continue to protect abortion rights. The joke was that the Wizard of Oz is there, is, is based there. Right. And I hate the Wizard of Oz. Oh. So it's not... It was a joke, and, and we can just move past it. Okay. Didn't land. Um, but that's good news. That is good news. You know, that's a positive thing. There, there are many positive things that happen within the hellscape, hellscape <laughs> that is the United States and the world yeah. in general. Yeah. My brother sent me this thing. Uh, this I don't know. You know what? Whatever these telescopes are up to. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Can you believe all these stars that are being born?" Or so, I don't know. And I was yeah. like, honestly. Like, I can't, like, space has never interested me. It kind of freaks me out. Right. It really freaks me out. But especially right now, I, like, cannot even, I cannot engage with space news. And I'm happy for people who can and are excited about it. Yeah. He was like, within years, we're going to be able to find out if if methane is created by life. And so we're going to know where aliens are. And And I was like, okay, well, unless they're going to fix this. Like, I'm not interested. Right. And have you seen that picture of, like, what the Earth looks like with the amount of, like, debris floating around it? No, but I don't want to. It's like... <laughs> it. And I was like, no... It's just, like, satellites, right? And, like, literal trash. Like, they've... I'm pretty sure they, like, shoot trash into into the sky. I mean... I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. But it, it, but it is, like, yeah. it, waste. There yeah. is, like, waste in our, like floating around us and I'm like if you're an alien and you're like where should we go next on our road trip in the stars yeah you're not gonna go to the trash to the planet. podunk planet we are we are trash yeah Ugh, I can't and, and I'm sorry I'm really like bouncing off of topics now you give me a microphone and I I, I know, can talk really a minute you I only when you, you're on a microphone though <laughs> yeah <laughs> I saw this video about, like, um, how we, like, talk about microplastics and whatever, and it was, like, a TikTok that was duetting, you know, one of those unboxing of those, like, Mm -hmm. there's all those little, like, plastic toys and stuff, and all I think about is how, like, you know, we we go extinct, right? 
evolution happens again, eventually there's some kind of intelligent life living here again that digs into the ground to find what could have existed here millions of years before. Yeah. What we found were dinosaur bones. What they're going to find is like a ton of plastic toys. Yeah. Hot Wheels. That is funny to me. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, you know what else is good news? We have the Bachelorettes to distract us. Oh, my us. God. Okay, so that's the theme of this episode. Yeah, it's sorry. It's not existential dread. It's, We just um, have to get it out of the way sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the theme is that we're going to be talking about the Bachelorettes. Because I've been watching the Bachelor franchise since Pilot Pete season, which started in 2019, I believe. Mm -hmm. I caught sort of the tail end of Hannah Brown. I knew what was going on there. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, Peter was when I really started engaging. And now I'm now I'm now I'm obsessed. And I've gotten Mm -hmm. I've gotten you hooked. Yeah, I used to watch in high school. Um, I dated a guy whose family watched, and they got me into it. Yeah, fuck him. Um, And I watched for a few seasons. I don't remember why I bounced. I think it really got repetitive to me. And I really got tired of, honestly, like, the limo night. Like, it was hard for me to get through the first few episodes. Um, But then we watched... Michelle, mm-hmm. and then Clayton. And, and you loved Nate. I did love Nate from Michelle's season. And, and Joe, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But, know, but we hate him, right? Yeah, he Joe's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, he's not nice. Yes, all men, ultimately. Yes, ultimately. Um, but I, I really liked that season. I really loved how in control of it she was. And then we got Clayton, which I was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to television. Yeah, it was a bad... Um, Huge swing in a weird and off direction. Mm -hmm. Um, But then out of that, we got this season, which is The Bachelorettes. And I have been really excited about it. I feel a lot of people in the fan base are not excited about it or have a lot of opinions about it. I think... It's good that they're doing something new. Yeah. Because it has been the same show for... for 20-some-odd yeah, years. Yeah, decades. It, yeah. Like, it's insane. So, I really enjoy it. I, I think that um, the parts of it... I think people have a lot of opinions about it that are... In some cases, I understand... But in others, I'm like, it's it's kind of just growing pains of, like, a new format of the show. Mm-hmm. And we are ultimately... Okay, pause for sound. <laughs> we are ultimately still in, like, the first few episodes, you know? Yeah. That are always drama and kind of boring or yeah. weird and, you know. Well, I also believe with my whole heart, The Bachelorette is a better show than The Bachelor. Yeah. Sorry. My back was hurting. Yeah. Um, from carrying the weight of this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm just sitting weird. Um, I... <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. I... You know 100- what? You know what? You be the host then. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. It's called Oh Yes. <laughs> Is that funny? 
It is funny. Thank you. Are you just saying that? No. I thought... I giggled. Didn't you hear me? Yeah, but it was like... <laughs> yeah, that's a giggle. Okay. We can talk about this later. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to fight on your podcast, on my podcast. <laughs> We're not fighting. Um, I, I 100% agree with you, and I think that... I think you have a lot of really good reasons why. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Would you like me to go into them? Well, yeah. I... I I think they're kind of obvious, but, like... Well, The Bachelor is a bunch of women vying for one dude's attention. Mm-hmm. And the dude and the is dude, always yeah. the worst. He's always some ex-football player. Yeah, he's often an ex-football player. He, you know, he just wants to be a dad. <laughs> and he works in, like, marketing. Vaguely. Mm-hmm. And then all the women who are the leads who become the bachelorettes become like, you know, I'm not saying that they're all like uh, great people or anything like that. I think a lot of them have like, you know, pretty problematic political beliefs and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But if, if we're going to go based on just like the success of the commercial success of bachelor leads versus bachelorette leads, bachelorette leads blow them out of the fucking water yeah in every like measurable metric like in business dealings Mm -hmm. um more they more often than not get you know different uh you know rachel Lindsay is now like a full-blown like red carpet host Mm -hmm. and interviewer for e Mm -hmm. like she just interviewed like brad pitt at the premiere of bullet train um uh uh, Caitlin Bristow, many who believe is the greatest of all time, I would I would agree with them, um, has like multiple podcasts, her own wine brand, mm-hmm. and is also engaged to someone from the franchise. Uh, that other girl. Oh wait, she might not have been the lead. Who? Who's dating Haley Kiyoko? Oh, Becca Tilly. Yes, no, she was <laughs> she not was a lead, lead, but she rocks. <laughs> Love Becca and Haley. Um. Even, you know, uh, and, uh, and I don't say this because I'm supporting all of the things that she's done, because I'm not, but Hannah Brown is a very much, she's way more successful than, you know, Colton, who was the lead mm-hmm. on the, on the, and Colton's a bad person, also. Yeah. And, okay, he's gay, blah, that doesn't mean he, you can stalk your uh, ex-girlfriend. Right. Which he did. Um, and also, I just much prefer seeing a bunch of dudes, like, get all like puffy chest and territorial than about you know a beautiful woman than I do about like a bunch of women being like I just like I feel like Clayton isn't making me feel special and then Clayton's like chewing cud in the corner (laughs) and it's like yeah of course he's not the thing I've noticed from when I used to watch and now and kind of versus now is that the women on The Bachelorette have so much more to say about themselves, mm-hmm. about the process, mm-hmm. about the men, than any Bachelor has mm-hmm. to say about anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time there would be like an ITM with Clayton, he's like, I'm really having a good time on this date. And I'm just excited to see where it goes next. And it's Mm -hmm. like, do you have any other thoughts? No. Is there anything happening in your brain? No. Well, and you know, I mean, and you know, we'll get into this, but I mean, Rachel's like a pilot. Like, she's 
Gabby's a nurse. Gabby's a nurse. They and have real fucking careers. Yeah. And these men, and that's what's embarrassing too, is it's like these men are like, I used to have a job. I, I was <laughs> in the practice squad for the Buffalo Bills. And it's like, and then they that's go, not cool. They go that's on actually the lamest job a guy can have, is to be in the practice squad. It's like, just say you're a cuck and move on. But they go on the show and then they and then they get nothing out of it. Yeah. And then it's like these women are like, I went to school for eight years and have like a successful career and am looking for love. And then they come out of it and are like, more successful than they were mm-hmm. before, have more opportunities, are, you know, it, it's just, it's just embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And I think something that we've seen with the, the two season, the Michelle season and this season that I've watched, are that the women are able to, and we saw it with these girls on Clayton's season, women, mm-hmm. I should say, yeah. they're not girls, um, is that they are able to articulate things that, that, this show just, like, didn't care about before. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a little bit, like, a, you know, a sign of the times. Morals, we expect brands to have morals, and now we also expect, you reality know, TV. the reality TV show that is based on making women fight over one guy. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that's mm-hmm. how it was created. Um, to, to have morals and to have something to say. Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, I think that I really enjoy that because it isn't just like nothingness TV. Um, but I think that we see that big difference in the two franchises because it's like women have things to say and are in touch with their emotion. But as we saw, and we'll talk about this season here in a second, but on this last episode, we're getting it a little bit from the men too. Mm-hmm. Men go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Who knew? I really appreciate that. I don't know. I think, I think, you know, so, okay, if you aren't watching, the, there's two Bachelorettes this season, and it's because they were both dumped Very by Clayton. unceremoniously at the same time. Um, in the last season of The Bachelor, and so they were like, well, let's just have both of them try to find love. And it's been a little messy because they've had to figure out, you know, are all the guys going for both of them? Um, not this last week, but the week before. They kind of had to, like, split off, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, now now they're on their, like, you know, world-traveling part of mm-hmm. their journey where um, they're off in Paris. And, yep. um, and so they had their international dates and such. Um, and... I, there's there's this critique that I've heard that, like, um, they shouldn't be together anymore. Like, the girls shouldn't be interacting. And I really disagree with that critique. Because mm-hmm. I think, um, first of all, that's the point of female friendship. Yeah. Is to go, hey, you know, Hayden said this thing about me. That's messed up, right? Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I don't know if it's the point of female friendship, but it is a big asset in female friendship to be able to kind of like check, check the check how shitty people are being, and sort of check your perception and your reality on it. Yeah, I guess within dating. Yeah, within dating. Within dating. And, yeah, and we go, 
we have these groups of women that we go to and we say, here's what's going on in my life. And they should be there to tell us and to be our supporters and advocates. Mm -hmm. And so to say that that they think that these two girls who have already been through so much Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. need to split up, I think would be a huge disadvantage. And I think would be a more boring show because we would just be flipping back and forth. It'd be like a House Hunters episode. Yeah. Where you're like, you know, uh, oh, and here's this couple who's looking at this house. And you're like, okay, I don't care. I like seeing them together. I agree. Um, I also, I do like... On this last episode, there was the the Gabby's group date where they did a fight. A, a what is it? French French boxing, boxing. <laughs> which we still don't know. Well, it's just boxing, but you have to make out with your opponent. Yeah, yeah. you have to French kiss your opponent. So regular boxing. Yeah. Ayo. Yeah. Ayo. <laughs> um, they they brought in the other boys mm-hmm. and Rachel, and then Rachel throws this fit. Yeah. Of no one's even looking at me. No one came over to sat, sit by me. She she then, like, goes up to them after and is like, obviously I'm upset, <laughs> which I think many of us can agree was not the best look, but she's young. No, she's 26, yeah. And she's a Pisces. Yeah. Which we'll get into. I mean. She cries so much. God Pisces and God bless your hearts as a fellow water sign, but you guys are fucking crybabies. Yeah. She Holy cries shit. so much. And to the point where I'm like, is she getting sleep? Yeah. No. <laughs> and the answer to that is no. Are they allowing her to take a nap? You no, know, they're not. Um, That's she... the thing is that the other aspect of this is the producers. And you have to keep the producers in mind yes. when you critique the show. Yes. Because for every shitty decision that Rachel makes, there are at least three producers her, or any of these contestants mm-hmm. make. There are three producers who are carefully crafting, yeah, forcing them into making that decision, right? They, and creating the circumstances where they're going to make the worst possible decision. Because you, okay, have you ever watched like YouTubers were really into doing kind of their own reality things mm-hmm. for a minute? Mm-hmm. Like I think um, I never really watched them, but the like Kian and JC, they were like O2L boys. Um, I don't, I don't know what these words mean. They, so there, there was a season where, um, people were kind of, these YouTubers were like making their own reality game show type things, um, which was smart. They were like doing it with other YouTubers. They were like, oh, we're going to go up to this house and you're all going to compete. And you know, people, people tune in to watch, but a lot of it was super boring Mm -hmm. because there weren't producers Mm -hmm. going, oh, what do you think of so-and-so or whatever Mm -hmm. It, it, and you could tell in their kind of like if they had like cut in like ITMs, it was like this person is talking about their like experience on the show or whatever just happened or, or whatever with everyone else in the room watching them. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, Tana Mojo is not going to like talk shit. Well, she might, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Some other YouTuber isn't going to like talk shit about someone who's sitting right in front of them. Right. But on shows like this, who that's like the point of them they yeah there's of course all these people who are like did it upset you that no one that no one looked at you while seems you were like seems like gabby's guys like her more than yeah, your guys like you, you is that hard for you and then rachel's like yeah it is hard mm-hmm. and then they're like well do you, do you think you should like 
tell them that like do you, now would be a really good opportunity to go talk to them about it and then she's like you know what yeah yeah I am yeah going and to. that's after you know they've given her three glasses of wine right imagine having the ability to make every like like impulsive decision you wanted to make like early on in dating mm-hmm. at your fingertips with cameras on at three in the morning after yeah. four glasses of wine yeah and, you know, when your friend, when typically you're, like, texting your friend being like, fuck him. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just going to tell him that he can fuck off. And it's yeah. like, you're not, you don't actually. Yeah. You don't actually then, do that. Well, because normally what happens is you go to bed. You normally don't have yeah. access to all those people. They're <laughs> yeah. not, like, sitting on a couch talking about how fun it was to watch right. their boys boxing. Right. Um, anyway, I there was a point at the beginning of this little tangent, but Rachel's a crybaby and you like that they're interacting oh yeah I but I'm like we wouldn't have gotten any of that yeah yeah if she wasn't involved in that date yes it seems weird but that's the point of this season it's all weird yeah Yeah. it's very entertaining no you're not I'm just like I'm all like we just ate dinner so I'm all like (laughs) she's ready for bedtime it's seven o'clock how dare you no uh no you're not boring me at all I just need to, I need to, I think I didn't drink enough. I haven't been drinking enough water the My past My therapist says yawns are an emotional release, so. You're, I'll allow it. Yeah. 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 Oh. Hmm. Little water sign. Yeah, I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking so of. I, I collected all of the, I mean, other people did ultimately, but I collected this info from them. What's the Instagram you're looking at? This Instagram is called Bachelor Horoscopes. Sure. Straightforward. Um, and they they know everyone's star sign. And, you know, God bless them. Uh, but I just wanted to go through the guys that are left. Mm-hmm. So each girl has... Let's see. Well, oh, no. Oh, no. I missed one. <gasps> it's okay. It's okay. We got time. Vamp. You need to vamp. Um, so as longtime listeners may know, Marco comes on a lot and um she's a big astrology, tarot, spirituality gal. So she is big into, you know, looking at people's star signs and interpreting them and stuff like that. She did a whole birth chart interpretation for me. Mm-hmm. Um, which honestly it's like kinda hard for me because I'm a Scorpio Sag cusp. And there were some things that when she did it that I was like, I really resonate with Scorpio more. And she was like, I see more Sagittarius in you. And then I was like, well, I don't do this. And she was like, no, but you do this. So it's a whole, it's a whole situation. Because if we're going by what like CoStar and everything says, my big three is Sagittarius, Sun, uh, Aries, Moon, Leo, Rising, Mm -hmm. which is insane. Mm Mm-hmm. But if we go by what, like, I believe to be true, I'm a Scorpio sun, Aries moon, Leo rising. Right. The reason why Sagittarius must come out a little bit in you is because Scorpios, not for me. Yeah. Sagittarius? Well, Sagittarius and Gemini are sister signs. Yeah. But then Scorpio and Taurus are sister signs, and my sister is a Taurus. But we do butt heads, so. And I'm a Taurus moon. Yeah. So I'm for those following along at home, I'm a Gemini sun, a Taurus moon, and a Libra rising. Mm-hmm. So I'm 
crazy and beautiful. She's so gorgeous and, and so cozy. And I love a bed. And you love a little nest. <laughs> so our two leads, we have we have Gabby is a Capricorn. She's also 31. And Rachel is a Pisces. And she's 26. And that comes out pretty heavy. I would be really interested to see Gabby's full chart, or at least like yeah. some of her top signs. I'll bet she has an air sign as like her rising. She's really goofy. Yeah. And I think Capricorns can be goofy, but they're also very... Here's the thing about Capricorns and how it comes out in Gabby. They, I think they know what they want. Yeah. And I think that she has been pretty, like, she she knows, even if, like, we don't c- totally see it, she knows when it's, like, not working with a guy. Yeah, yeah, Whereas Rachel, and I think this is a bit of Pisces, I also think it's a bit of age, um, where she, like, really wants to be picked. Rachel, to me, it's a very water sign thing, in my opinion, to be as up and down as she's being and for that to like follow your gut instinct Mm -hmm. because there have been a couple of times this season when Rachel has basically like made a what seems to be a very like quick like oh my god I can't believe she just made that decision that quickly Mm -hmm. um but I completely get that like she sent her first one-on-one home on that one-on-one yeah which is unheard of for the record which when I was looking up these um these signs one of the websites had listed him as one of her top compatibility Mm -hmm. which is interesting to me but i think i think that she i mean pisces are very romantic yeah and i think that she wants this like very typical love story Mm -hmm. whatever and i think that that guy just like the spark wasn't there and so there was nothing to like follow that off of and that's because for me, I, before we <laughs> fell in love, um, I, as a Scorpio, I was dating a lot. Like, I was going on a lot of first dates with mm-hmm. people, rarely a second date, and mainly because I would meet someone and five seconds in, it didn't matter if they were the smartest, coolest, funniest, hottest, whatever. I knew, like, five seconds in that I was like, I do not want to mm-hmm. spend another fucking minute with this person yeah and not in like a way that i think that they're like a bad person or anything but just like this is not yeah this is not for me like i think there's a very real like gut instinct with water signs mm-hmm. and i think that rachel follows that yeah um i think i think gabby does too I think Gabby does too, but Gabby's gut instinct is more grounded and it's less reactive than Rachel's is. Mm -hmm. I think Gabby's uh, gut reaction is much more reliable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because of age. And I think that's just because of who she is as a person. I agree. Oh, shit. I forgot another one on that side. He's a... Aquarius. Okay. So I'm just going to run through the men that are left. For each girly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for Gabby, our Capricorn, we get have... a little bit closer. Oh, sorry. It's okay. We have Spencer, a Sagittarius, who, peace and love, Spencer, You're if you're not Which, out next week... I mean, week, he's out. He hasn't been on the screen No, and once. he even got, like, some one-on-one time, and they just used it to intercut between that date and yeah. Rachel. So. Um, 
but you know we love you spencer mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um we have jason who is a front runner for mm-hmm. us in aquarius mm-hmm. capricorn and aquarius i love that and the thing about aquarius so he's he was our dude who was talking about therapy yeah um they're weirdos they're Here's little the weirdos they're weirdos and they can they're very in touch they're very smart but the thing about aquarius is is it's like in my experience with Aquariuses, it's like maintenance for them to be in touch with themselves. Mm. Like they have to do things like therapy once a week. Mm-hmm. They have to have like external yeah. things mm-hmm. because one of your your favorite, Ari. Ari. He's an Aquarius. And if he wasn't like on tour and working all the time, mm-hmm. he would be a fucking menace to society. <laughs> But a fun one. You yes. Know what I mean? No, and I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, and Jason is like very reserved. I'd also be interested to see his whole chart because yeah. he doesn't read as like classic Aquarius in any way. Yeah, I think he. But that. But I'd also. I also want to know if they're born in the same month because Capricorn and Aquarius are right next to each other, uh-huh. right? Um, maybe. That'd be interesting. I to think so. Too. Um, he and he also like is taking those steps yeah no that's no that's i think it's a very good thing because i think aquarius is they just need more external like accountability than and that might be an air sign thing too Mm -hmm. so next up is nate who is another front runner Mm -hmm. we we love nate love nate where nate stands he he also has said some really like grounded stuff this season he there was a situation early on in the season with a guy who was like basically a misogynist Mm -hmm. and nate not only was like hey you need to shut up and stop talking like that but he was like what you do and what you're saying damages women yeah and like that's what he like he like explained why this man's perspective was Was harmful fucked up Mm -hmm. um which is a very brave and cool thing to do and He's a girl dad. He's a girl dad. The fact that that man has a daughter, I'm like, God bless him. I know. Um, he's unfortunately not going to win. He's not going to win. But, but we, and that's not a spoiler. We just, we just know this. Yeah. We, we don't do spoilers. Um, we just I do just, a lot of, uh, I just feel in my heart. <laughs> and we do a lot of research based on, um, like previews. previews. Everything we say of, like, who's going to go far is entirely based on... Bachelor fan Bachelor fan take on YouTube Mm -hmm. who, like, dissects the previews Mm -hmm. and decide... And it is, like, rarely wrong about these things. Rarely. Um, Anyway, Nate is a Capricorn. So double Capricorn. Eric, Erich, is also a Capricorn. Now, I have to believe that Gabby and Nate were born in the same month with Jason and Eric is, like, a december capricorn mm. like i have to believe that mm-hmm. or if like i think eric I, is a libra rising that has to be it well he's blonde <laughs> yeah. so he's either leo or libra yeah um something and he has that like flirty he he like was really flirty with both of them he's like too confident to be a capricorn you know what i mean Early on. capricorns can be very confident but he has too much like pretty boy confidence mm-hmm. to be like that much of an earth sign so i'd love to know if he's a cusp and what his moon and rising is yeah 
Was he the one that she was on the date with and was like, my mom doesn't love yeah, yeah. me? Yeah. He, his mom, his mom loves him too much. Yeah, his mom loves, his mom is a boy mom. Which it has nothing to do with his earth sign, but that yeah. is just a truth of the world that yeah. I have to say. So Johnny, who is, as you said this last episode, Johnny loves that he looks that way. Yeah. And you better fucking believe it. He's, He's a, Libra. a Libra. Yeah. <laughs> no, and as soon as I saw that, it makes total sense to me. Johnny looks like um, Roman Roy from Secession, who's played by one of the Culkin boys. Mm-hmm. And he, but he, lo- so he looks like that. He loves that he looks like that. He's very like, absolutely, Gabby. He, he is such a Libra man. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe him to be a September Libra. Um, Actually, no, I disagree. An October I think an Libra. October Libra because I have, well, I guess one of them was a September Libra, but my like top shit list of men of men who ha- who I have had to talk about in therapy mm-hmm. are all October Libra Libras. Well, one is a September Libra. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's crazy. They they are all Libra men. They are all very self centered. Mm-hmm. Um, he and the thing is, I don't I don't know how much more we're gonna see of him. Well, I know he gets a one on one date next week um they're at seven now so there will probably be at least two that get cut um but maybe three if they're going into hometowns after that um so he here's the thing i think gabby's top four is um jason nate eric and johnny yeah so maybe so i maybe think i think he goes home after hometowns but we just, we haven't seen enough of him yet for me to, like, fully decide if he's a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. But he has douchebag potential. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Michael, who we really have not seen a lot no, of. No, no. And so, Michael's going home next week. Uh, and he's a Taurus. Um, so I would guess he's probably kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Probably just doesn't stir the pot too much. Yeah. Um, and is just kind of there to hang out. Yeah. And that's fine. We love him. He's a cutie. Um, and then there's Mario, who did get the first impression rose yeah. and is a Leo. I do love Leos. I believe he he probably got that from the um, the Leo way of being able to put yourself out there mm-hmm. that early on and that mm-hmm. quickly. Again, we haven't seen too much of him since then. Yeah, other than I think he like flirted with Rachel also, and that's like. But yeah. that was like the it, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't anything. Yeah, bad. gosh, I'm curious how they're gonna do this. I mean, it, it may only be like one guy going home next week. In which case... It's gotta be it's, Kirk. No, Kirk already, oh, Kirk went, already home went home this home. week. If one guy goes home next week, it's Michael. If two, it's Michael and Mario. If three, it's Michael, Mario, Spencer. Yeah. That's my take. I don't know. I think that... Maybe I think... Johnny, because we... Because I don't know. Maybe... No, 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 no. Because I think it's... I think from the previews, it's confirmed Johnny gets a hometown. I think that Spencer has more likelihood of going home before Mario. But that's solely based on Mario having gotten... The first impression. Yeah, but we haven't seen a lick of him since then. But we haven't seen a lot of these guys. And I think yeah. that that's what people are kind of like, what the heck's going on? Because people were like, they should have started with more men. Yeah. And I'm like, babes. No. We haven't seen, we haven't seen the majority of these men for like more than a couple seconds. Yeah. We're not even, like, we are like rushing through dates and cocktail. Yeah, yeah. They've canceled every cocktail party. Well, that's, party. yeah. And it's like, 
everything is very rushed because they're trying to whittle it down. Yeah. And so I think a lot of these men with peace and love don't really matter. No. Yeah, I agree. But the the top ones that we have then are an Aquarius. I think, I think she chooses Jason. I Yes, I agree. Um, who is the Aquarius. Then we have two Capricorns and a Libra. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that makes sense. I feel like a Capricorn being drawn to a Capricorn isn't that insane. No, not at all. Especially because they're both, like, very mature, very grounded. Yeah. Like, I think it's, I think, you know, I think that makes sense. And the Libra, everyone's drawn to a Libra. Listen, I think she is, like, curious about having sex with Johnny. (laughs) And I don't blame her for that, because he's cute. He's a good-looking guy. And he's charming. Yeah. Um, I think she's curious about it. I think she knows he's not the one, mm-hmm. but I think she's like, look, if we get to, if we get to, sweets, if, if he wants to go down on me, I'm not going to say I'm not no. I'm going to say no with his little hair flow. Yeah. Okay. So, so moving on to Rachel. Now I want to preface this by explaining Meatball. Mm-hmm. There is a man on this season named James, but he goes by Meatball. But he goes by Meatball. And I am dying. If there is anyone out there with a connection to a producer on this show and can... Or Meatball himself. Or Meatball himself. I am dying to know what they offered him, mm-hmm. what they told him. Because let me just explain what happened with Meatball. Rachel, so that the episode where they had them split, mm-hmm. they decided, okay, both girls are going to get however many roses... They're going to choose the guys that are going to specifically stay for them. They're no longer, you know, all's fair in love and war or whatever. Yeah. Um, she offers a rose to Meatball. Meatball says, I'm sorry, but I'm here for Gabby. And he's not the only one to do this. Mm-mm. He isn't the first one to do it either. He goes back in line. Gabby does not call his name. Gabby calls all her boys' names. Um, and the episode ends... And then an after credit scene is shown with Meatball sitting down with Rachel and saying something to the effect of, could I come back and date you, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they leave it on a cliffhanger. And then the next episode, he's there. Yeah. Not just that. But, you know, it gets, it gets fishier from here. He becomes the snitch. Well, he becomes the snitch, but I, I'm going to put a pin in that for one second because that's the purpose Mm-hmm. The fishiest part about this is that during the rose ceremony of this last episode, they go, you know, Avon, will you accept this rose? Yes. Puts the rose on him. He walks into his room. Uh, Tino, will you accept this rose? Yes. Okay. Puts the rose on him. He goes into his room. They're showing the men that are in Rachel's room, and then Meatball, Meatball walks, walks in. in. No rose. They go, oh, Meatball's here. And well, he kind I of- think he has a rose on. I don't know. I I would like to go back and see because I remember being like, he's not even wearing a rose. But they didn't show her giving him a rose. Yeah. Now, the purpose of James, Meatball, is that there is a little asshole named Hayden Mm -hmm. who was here. Mm -hmm. Hayden loves his dog. Mm -hmm. His dog had cancer. I mean, Rambo's dead at this point, right? Uh, I don't know. He said on the show he only had a few months to live. I mean, but he what if he was lying? That's <gasps> okay. We're gonna have to look that up. But he, yeah, Anna's on it. So uh, Hayden had 
rejected Gabby the week before by telling her that she was rough around the edges, right? And that didn't sit right with Gabby. Gabby told Rachel, and then Rachel gave him a rose, and everyone's kind of like, that's weird, why would you do that? Well, it's because Hayden is the villain at that time, you know? James Meatball kind of, in in my opinion, was used as a pawn by producers to be by Hayden, get intel on Hayden, and then tell the girls about Hayden. Because it is known that if you're the snitch, you don't go far. Um, but every every season needs one, because if if not, then then there's just some dude being shitty in the background, you know? It's just, it's just how it works. So... But, but the confusing part is that Hayden got sent home this last episode. Mm-hmm. But Meatball was allowed to stay. So mm-hmm. I'm curious if Rambo's they told- not dead yet, the dog. Okay. But Hayden also had this uh, post. For those who watched tonight's episode, this is from Monday. You saw me at my absolute worst and lowest moment. I've always tried to carry myself with humility and respect for others. However, my complete lapse of judgment was not only disappointing, but it was absolutely unacceptable. I genuinely want to express my deepest apologies to both Gabby and Rachel for my actions. I take full responsibility for not being the man I was raised to be in those moments, especially towards these two wonderful, deserving ladies who I truly do respect. I really hate how this season ended, but this experience was not one that I was mentally or emotionally prepared for with the current things going on in my life. Despite how everything transpired, it was an amazing experience that I will never forget and will learn from. I wish Gabby and Rachel all the best and hope they can accept my apology. So he's apologizing for calling them bitches. Yeah. He said stuff about how they didn't compare to his ex. Yeah. Um, he said a lot of really gross things about and them. And if I... And going back to my comment earlier about how for every bad decision anyone on one of these shows makes, there's a ton of producers needling that decision i think that whoever hayden's producer was was in charge of pumping him with alcohol yeah so that he would get to a point and i'm not excusing him saying those things but it was clear he was like belligerently drunk yeah and i think that they like i think they set him up for failure and to be the villain and i'm not saying i like him i'm sure he's a terrible guy i think he has i think he is not a great dude yeah um he, for anyone wondering, he is a Capricorn, but he, he didn't make it. All of this was to talk about Meatball, which is to say, I don't know, maybe they guaranteed him he would get to go to some country I they're going, going to. I think he's going to Paris. Well, I think he goes home next week. Yes. That's my But he was completely vibe. used. Because, because, right, there's nothing. There's nothing there. No, th- well, and there's nothing there because... I mean, there's nothing there for many reasons, yeah. but one of them being that Rachel knows that there's nothing there and producers, I mean, here, here is, from my deep research into the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchises and even mm-hmm. Bachelor in Paradise, um, in, in this format of the show, when you are the lead, you know, like, who your top three are in two weeks. Yeah. Like, you're like other like these are the guys that i want to make out with i'm not really that interested in anyone else Mm -hmm. so beyond those three that make it to the end everyone else is just basically like producers telling you who to pick so i think that that is this situation right so 
That being said, let's get into Rachel's dudes. We have Tino, who, our front runner. Who she picks, in my opinion. Who's an Aquarius. So you're telling me, both men, that we think they pick are Aquarius men. Yes, but that's not saying that they'll last. Because I think whoever Rachel picks, I tragically do not think it lasts. <laughs> I agree. And you know what? It, sorry to already interrupt myself on this, but I think I think the strongest couple cannot last in this. And I know that there's some who have, but I think that especially in the current state of social media, it is so hard to be in a public relationship like that, especially yeah. coming out of a show like this yeah. with a fan base like this has. And especially, you know... I would say what is worse... I would say that this is one of the only shows where I think that, you know, the powers that be production is worse than the fan base. Because mm-hmm. I think if for every, you know, one troll, like... I don't know. It's like those trolls hold a fraction of the power that sort of like their contracts mm-hmm. do and sort of what they're obligated to do for the franchise. Right. But but there's also the, I saw Nate at dinner with, right. yeah. with this girl. With so-and-so. And, and, and so they must be broken up. And then, you know, there there's there is a whole like ecosystem of Bachelor fans mm-hmm. who speculate on these people's relationships yeah. and lives. And that's really hard. And I think that a lot of them ultimately get to a point where they're like, either fully, I don't want to date you anymore, and I Mm -hmm. definitely don't want to get married to you, or this is too hard, Mm -hmm. and I need to take a step back from it, Mm -hmm. ultimately. Um, Tyler, who is our babyface, Drew Tarver-ass looking ass. I know, and he's a, I mean. Is a cancer. And that kind of makes sense. It makes sense. He had this line on the last episode where he was like, I just want to be at home and cook and clean for my wifey. And it's like, ugh. Ugh. (laughs) No, he's such a performer. He's he's a performer. I mean, he owns, like, those little basketball games that you play on the boardwalk. Like, he's a performer. Like, I don't like him. He, I don't dislike him. I don't think he's a bad guy. I just don't like him. If he was at a party I was at, I wouldn't talk to him. If he was, if one of my friends was like, he's kind of cute, I'd be like, no, he's not. I'd be like, he looks like he could play a high schooler. I'd be like, when you were gone, he was talking about, like, how, what would he say? (laughs) What would he say while your friend is in the bathroom? About her? Not about her necessarily, but just something where you're like, oh my god. He'd be like, I'm really excited to see the Minions movie. And he'd be like, what? No, 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 no. It wouldn't be the Minions. He'd be like, I loved the Gray Man. Or, like, whatever generic Netflix movie is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. du jour of the week or whatever. Yeah. Or he's, like, really into Marvel, but, but like, doesn't really know the plot. He's, like... Yeah, he's he's a Marvel fanboy who, like, doesn't have the chops. He's, like, I don't know. I just, like, really love all the explosions. And you're, yeah. like, okay. My favorite movie is... I don't know. It's a tie between Transformers <laughs> and No Country for Old Men. <laughs> you're, like... Right. Right. And, okay. And four roommates? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Avon, who, to me, is hot as hell. I wish we were seeing more Avon. Yeah, he's cute. I think there's... Well, I think he makes it to her top three. I think he gets cut. 
before final two. But they always go, that'll be fantasy suites, so. He is our Scorpio. Representation. Representation matters. Hot hot Scorpio representation. And there's not enough of it. (laughs) (laughs) No, because everyone everyone always likes to be like, ugh, Scorpio. Scorpios. And it's like, how fucking dare you? We'll see, and I think that that's a big reason we work, because Mm -hmm. people hate Geminis as well. Yeah. And we both understand that we, that people are people. Yeah. Yeah. And people are capable of anything. Yeah. Meatball, James Meatball, uh, is a Leo. Yeah. Because of so, the main. So I think that they were totally able to be like, hey, like you, you're definitely going to be on TV, but we need you yeah, to, yeah. you know, work with us here. And I think he was like, yeah, why not? I'm not. Yeah. These girls aren't picking me. Yeah. Look at all these other dudes here. No offense, James. Yeah. But... You came in with a giant meatball set. Mm-hmm. 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 You were a joke from, from He the was get-go. a joke from the get, yeah. Then we have Zach. I think he's number two. Who so, is also a Leo. Okay. So my parents, mm-hmm. my dad is a Pisces and my mom is a Leo. A Pi- he's a Pisces? My dad is a Pisces. He kind of Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I knew your dad was a Pisces, but I but I. Yeah, my dad. So I think Rachel is a March Pisces. Mm -hmm. If I am clear, if I like have a good sense of like production dates, she's either late, late February or early March. Um, And, you know, I think Zach is a July Leo. Mm -hmm. So that is different from my parents. My dad is a February Pisces and my mom is an August Leo. Mm -hmm. And August Leos are the real Leos. Um, (laughs) So, but I did notice that because Zach is, I think, her number two. Yeah. I think he has a strong possibility of being number one. Um, But right now, it's just hard to dethrone Tino, Miles Teller. You know how they... You know how people have said that men have, like, uh, deepened their voices over time? Yeah, yeah, To, like, if men talked the way that they, like, naturally would talk, their voices wouldn't be that deep. Yeah. That, Zach, Zach reminds is 100%, me of that yeah. so much. And it's not his fault, and I don't think he even knows he's doing it. Yeah. But he has this voice that's so, it's like, yeah, yeah. it feels really forced. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Dude, you're good looking. Tino has a very easy masculinity about him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ethan, who, once again, bless his heart, hasn't... Oh, why did I have... I had him down as cancer. I must have... You must have misread. Yeah, it's not a big deal. He's a Virgo. Um, Haven't seen much of him. He's also not very cute. To me. I think he's cute. I think he has a nice smile. I think he has a nice smile, and I'm sure he's a really nice guy. Um... I just don't like him. As a person? No, I just, I don't like him for either of these women. He, yeah, he's not I don't he's like him as a fit. contestant he hasn't, in this season. They, there's a lot of filler men out yeah. there. And it's just unfortunate because I think that, I think we could, I think we could have liked him. Mm-hmm. And I love a Virgo. Mm-hmm. They're funny to me. Mm-hmm. My brother's a Virgo. Your brother's a Virgo. Yeah. Um, so I bet he's got a good personality. Yeah. I bet he's been fun to hang out with. Yeah. I think that's the thing. When they are picking these filler dudes, as long as they're not a villain, they're they're picking guys who are going to just be good for vibes. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, last but not least, and this is going to be a topic to, to discuss, we have Mr. Logan, who is a Sagittarius. Yeah, and he's flip-flopping. And he's flip-flopping much, right now. As much as I can say that a Sag is my, like, number one 
uh, like compatibility on my chart. I have I have been hurt deeply <laughs> by Sagittarii. <laughs> by by men specifically, or just and in, women. Wow. And romantically they, or platonically. Romantically, and I and and what it is is it is exactly what he is displaying, which we'll get into in a second. And it is a lack of commitment mm-hmm. and a a deep need for independence mm-hmm. and choosing your own path. Right. Whatever that may be. Right. Do you want to get into what Mr. Logan's up to? Well, Logan made out with both Gabby and Rachel, mm-hmm. and Rachel basically laid claim on him. And Gabby, as her TV older sister, said, you know what? You take him. Because if he's making out with both of us, then he likes both of us the same and whatever. Mm-hmm. So Logan and goes to over. And our knowledge, didn't even tell her yeah, yeah, yeah. that they had made out. Yeah, at least they didn't air it. Um, Logan goes to team Rachel and is immediately like, uh, I think I like Gabby more. And so now I was like, womp womp, I just have all these feelings for Gabby mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Um, so now the next episode, they're setting him up to go over to Team Gabby. Or attempt to. I think he's successful at, in his attempt. Really? Yeah, because he walks into the room with all of Gabby's guys. Oh. So I well, think... Well, no, I, I think... See, my It's theory, very possible that he goes home pretty immediately. on that is that it's, it's their date, and he, that is when he comes over to talk mm-hmm. to her. That's mm-hmm. my theory mm-hmm. on that little clip. Okay. But... He he's kind of playing the game. Some mm-hmm. people, you know, one one uh, podcast that we watched, I was a little upset that he accepted the rose from Rachel. Now, Shandy, mm-hmm. one podcast that we watch, we watch multiple recaps yeah. <laughs> and are now becoming one. Yeah. Um, they mentioned that it was a mature move in their mind to not do something publicly because... In the last weeks, Rachel has been very upset because things have happened very publicly that have made her feel rejected in front of people. I kind of agree. I think I kind of agree that it was... I can see that as well. Because I think it would would, uh, make him feel better in the moment. Yeah. But it really makes... It's... Basically, it's just like letting Rachel have the night go as seamlessly as it will before... Not to mention she also had to send home Hayden... Yeah. There was a, there was already other drama within the night. Yeah. So in in from that perspective, I could see that he was maybe like, "Oh, I'd really like to talk to her about this." And then didn't get that time. Mm-hmm. And then how else is he going to stay? Well, and I think producers blocked him from that time. Absolutely. But how else is he going to stay if not by taking the rose exactly. from Rachel? Exactly. So they're trying to set him up as the next villain, as sort of like the back half villain. Mhm. Um and I don't, I don't necessarily think he's the villain. I just think he's, like, a guy. I don't think he's a villain. I think he's a guy who was interested in two beautiful women and was I think he chosen was, by one. I think he was one. sort of um, forced into a choice that he wasn't ready to make. Yeah. And so, you know, was sort of, uh, this choice was sort of made for him in mm-hmm. a way. And I don't blame the women for doing what they did. Um but I think he's now like, uh... But do you know what I think is going to happen? Hmm. Rachel's going to get really upset about it. And it's like, babe, he, you don't even care about him. No. You have at least two or three other dudes that you are 
far more way interested more into in. well and that's i think the the thing that's the difference between gabby and rachel is that i think gabby is not letting the the process of it all get into her head mm-hmm. because i think gabby is like I think Gabby's looking bigger picture mm-hmm. and is able to see that, like, okay, you know, uh, Jacob rejected her and, like, that didn't feel good and he did it in a really shitty way and same with Hayden. But she didn't like either of them. Right. She likes Jason, Eric, Nate, and But to her Johnny. little emotional self, any rejection yeah. is hurtful. Yeah, and, and for Rachel, it's 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 like she's letting the producers being like, well, if you keep getting rejected, I mean, do you think that, like, the guy, you know, the guys you really like are going to reject you? And she's getting, like, spun out over yeah. it and in a way that Gabby is not allowing herself to be because she's an earth sign. And earth signs do not spiral. No. No. The most upset that Gabby has gotten. Also, 31-year-olds don't spiral. Well, that's not true. I mean, yeah, Gabby <laughs> Hanna. Um, <laughs> but the most upset that Gabby has gotten has been about, like, her own... She's like, I don't like having to retell my trauma to everyone. Yeah, yeah, And, like, that is totally fair and a grounded yeah. expression of this is really personal to me and I'm realizing I'm going to have to tell guy after guy after mm-hmm. guy that my parents or my mom doesn't love me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that is hard. Um, yeah, from personal experience, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I think, um, I think once we get into the real lovey-dovey weeks, it's, it's going to feel a little bit better. Um, I think right now it's, it feels very crammed, Mm -hmm. um, but it's their first season doing it like this. Mm -hmm. I hope it's not their last. I hope that they experiment more. Mm -hmm. I kind of don't hope that they have two guys. No, I don't... No, no. I want them to get rid of The Bachelor. Like, could you see them picking one guy for... Like, the the runner-up from each side? And, like, trying that? Like, like who are our runner-ups, we think? Uh, at this point, I think Zach and Eric. That would be boring. That would be boring. Hey, if you're listening... That would ABC, be boring. Don't do that. Um, yeah, I mean, here's... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Here's the thing. The Bachelor, there are very few things in my mind that you can do to revamp The Bachelor because it isn't an, the, the men that they want for The Bachelor are ultimately like deeply uninteresting and annoying to watch. Mm -hmm. It's like the most interesting guy that they've had in recent memory is Matt James, who was boring as fuck to watch it was just interesting because he you know was the first black bachelor and they talked about that a lot and he talked about his experiences growing up you know mixed race and he's he had a a distant relationship with his dad growing up and then they forced like a reconciliation with his dad on tv which was awful people are worried that's gonna happen with yeah yeah i am too and i i don't say that to like shit on matt james or anything because he's been pretty open about like how toxic the experience was for him and how he didn't like it and like i honor that and don't want to you know i don't think he's a bad guy i just think he's like well he wasn't even from the franchise right no he was supposed to be on claire's season of the bachelorette and then she basically was like he (sighs) 
Tyler Cameron from Hannah Brown season, Hottie McCotterson dated Gigi Hadid. Right. Um, I saw is, him at is, the bungalow once. Yes. Is good friends with Matt James. They're like BFFs. Mm-hmm. And um, he, Matt and Tyler quarantined together with Hannah Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because of this, because Tyler has such an insane following, Matt James got on Cameo. And so Claire got pissed off because she's, I'd be curious to know her star sign because she's kind of bonkers. Um, <laughs> she got pissed off and was like, you're clout chasing. Like, you're already doing cameos. You're not even on TV yet. Yeah. Like, what the hell? So they they redid her whole cast. Okay. But then they liked him a lot. So they, and then um, BLM, uh, all, like, uh, George Floyd, all that stuff was happening that summer. And everyone was kind of turning to a lot of these, like, reality shows. And we're like, isn't it interesting how, like, right. there has been no black lead for The Bachelor? Kind of what we were talking about. Which, which... Yeah. So then, in a reactionary move to, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests of 2020 and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, that one. Um they i'll bet she's a cancer um they uh cast him and then they went ahead oh she's a pisces Pisces class okay well i was on but then they went ahead and said okay enough of that and now back to the whitest guy you've ever met yeah i don't know it it's really hard and it's you know i'm a fan so much as as I am interested to see what happens. And I'm ultimately a woman supporter. Okay, Gabby's a January Capricorn. Interesting. She's January 2nd. Um, so now I need to know Jason. Hold, hold tight. I'm looking up the birth chart <laughs> of Gabby. But if you aren't watching, God bless you. This has consumed my life in a way. Gabby's moon is a Leo and her rising is an Aries. No wonder I like her so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so then, hold on, I just gotta. Okay. I just gotta get this confirmation on this theory that I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you liked this episode, make sure to like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, check out the Patreon. Become a pit stain. Yeah, three dollars a month. Yes, it's $3 a month. Um, wanna, oh, follow us. Follow on all the social media. Oh, no. The pod. The pod. Um, and leave a review. Leave a review. Uh, you can leave a review on Spotify now. And it doesn't have to be five stars. It can be however many stars you prefer. Um, just You just have to say why. And we are getting breaking information that Jason is a January Aquarius. Aquarius. Yep. So. Yep. (laughs) I called it. (laughs) Hold on. And let me just get one more more confirmation. And thank you for listening. I uh, am really trying to take myself off of social media. So you can follow me. That is right. Rachel is a March Pisces. Pisces. You can follow me on TikTok if you want, but ultimately you can send me money or job <laughs> recommendations. Yes. Yeah. If you're hiring. Um, and did I miss anything of the plugs? Um, like subscribe. Oh, rate, oh no, with Anna Campion on TikTok. TikTok. 
Instagram, yeah, leaving uh, reviewing and rating the podcast, particularly on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, is awesome for the algorithm, uh, and it makes it so that we get more popular and more people want to listen to us, which is good. And if you want me to take over as host, okay, make sure to leave that in the review as well. Hashtag oh yes with Margot Beal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. <laughs> bye. I need to give a huge shout out to all of my amazing patrons. Grace Murray, Kira Sears, Jillian Townsend, Schaefer Nelson, Clay Moyhan, Haley Pregnall, Caroline Phelan, Davidson Norris, Deborah, and Jeff Hopkins. You guys are absolutely amazing. You're the reason that this podcast can continue going and, you know, be available for everyone. And I really appreciate it. If you're interested in becoming a patron, check out patreon.com slash ohnothepod and you too can get shouted out in this very shout out at the end of every episode. Ono's theme song was written, performed, and recorded by Katie Stahl and Mackenzie Haight, and the amazing cover art was done by Devante Burse, uh, at Vante Burse on all socials, at designed by Devante on Instagram.